0: Welcome to all our listeners and welcome back. This is the first episode of our second series of the Cybersecurity Transformation podcast. I'm JC Gaylord, I'm the founder and managing director of Corex Partners. Last year, we ran 20 episodes together with Steve Lamb and a number of guests as part of our first series. We covered pretty much all the topics we're exploring as well on the Corex Partners blog, that's ranging from you know, the role of the CISO to uh, ransomware, zero trust what's happening with GDPR, what's the impact of COVID-19 and all that. Uh, In this second series, which is going to span throughout 2021, we are going to bring the topics a bit closer to um, cybersecurity governance and the themes we've been exploring with our sister think tank, the the Security Transformation Research Foundation. Um, We're going to be talking more about resilience and what it means, We'll we'll be bringing ESG, Uh, related themes as well into the mix. Today, I'm joined by Richard Priest, who's been a regular contributor to the research work we've been doing with uh, the Security Transformation Research Foundation over the years. Richard, do you want to tell us a little bit more about yourself? Hi, JC. Uh, Yes, so Richard Priest, I'm the
1: director of uh, DA Resilience, which is really uh, founded uh, to Um, enable organizations to navigate an increasingly complex world, particularly uh, as the fusion of people, data and technology come together, and how organizations can be more agile to exploit the opportunities and resilient to withstand the inevitable um, knocks and changes that will uh, occur to any organization.
0: Thanks, Richard. Uh, as I said in my intro, um, we want to put the spotlight a bit more strongly on cybersecurity governance in this series compared to what we've been doing before. Uh, this is a topic, of course, we've been exploring with the Security Transformation Research Foundation since 2019. We've produced the first white paper in 2019. It was it got updated in in 2020. Our listeners can can find those on uh, securitytransformation.com or or on the Corex Partners website. In those papers, we started to highlight um, the paradox we were seeing between uh, cyber risk uh, being constantly rated as as one of the highest-ranking board topic, and at the same time, too many large organisations continuing to struggle with relatively low levels of security maturity and and, 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 frankly, execution problems around some basic security good practices which should have been in place for a number of years in particular with regards to the amounts uh, the amounts invested by those organizations in in, in cybersecurity over of the, of the past 10 or 20 years. Um, and when you start digging a little bit into the root causes of those situations, you realize that the, the, the roadblocks which have been preventing good execution around security, they're almost always rooted in in short termism um, you know, leading to adverse prioritization by the business, in internal politics, in turnover, in the sense that security is impeding the business instead of enabling it. And all those things, you know, of course, they're, they're mostly middle management considerations and, and they're, they're interlinked. But the mere fact that they, they've been allowed somehow to impact on security execution, it points towards the top. It, points towards you know, cultural and, 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 and governance problem at the top, or at least towards the cultural and the governance context at the top, uh, in particular in situations where, you know, allegedly cybersecurity is a top-ranking board topic. And, and if you continue digging, frankly, you come to the point where it's hardly surprising, because when you look at the way the cybersecurity conversation has been framed at, at, at board level, um, you realize it's it's always been driven either laterally as a governance or as a regulatory, more, more, more precisely as a regulatory matter, uh, as a compliance matter, or bottom-up as a technical or an operational matter. Uh, very, very rarely it has originated as an organic board-level conversation. Very rarely it's has ever been engineered as, as, a, as an organic board level conversation uh, which then of course in turn could trigger proper top-down dynamics. We are the board, we see the situation in that way, we want the firm to do this and that. And that's really what I would like to start this conversation and maybe a number of conversations in this series. Richard, I stop now, back to you. Do, do you see it that way? And what could be done to start framing the conversation around cybersecurity at, at board level in proper board-level terms. Yeah, I, I I would agree with an awful lot of what you said,
1: but, but perhaps place some nuance on, on that, JC. Um, and, I, and I think the first thing is people have approached cybersecurity often from the wrong perspective. Um, and the first and foremost board concern is for the board to uh, achieve its purpose um, to generate the value that the company does and that value increasingly as we move from perhaps um, shareholder capitalism to uh, wider considerations of share, um, stakeholder capitalism. Um, is is not just financial returns but also a number of non-financial returns and, and of course that builds into um, uh, the ESG agenda and as well as organizational performance and so from a board perspective what they're really concerned about is how data technology, and the innovation to the ways of working and operating models and new products and services, how they are going to achieve those, um, the purpose and the value and the strategic objectives that the company has. Cybersecurity then becomes an enabler and protector of that, not a, uh, an immediate challenge. And so it's a case of making sure that boards and executive management have the um, knowledge and skills and, where necessary, access to the right advice to be able to ask the right questions and to challenge, but at the same time recognizing that there are uh, fundamentally two different challenges that are being dealt with. The first is um, most systems that are involved in cybersecurity are what I would describe as complicated. They require high knowledge and skill, but they are broadly bounded in of themselves. And this is what most people in IT and cybersecurity have grown up with, and they are very good at managing these complicated systems. But at board level, they're dealing with the complex. They're dealing with wicked problems. Wicked problems that are almost uh, impossible to solve because there are incomplete, contradictory, and changing requirements. And boards are having to deal with paradoxes. You mentioned earlier the paradox that cybersecurity is nominally at the top of the board agenda, but is struggling to deal with it. Um, Gartner have just released a uh, report that says 40% of boards will probably have a dedicated cybersecurity uh, committee I- in the next five years. You know, th- this is getting more and more attention. But the challenge is, what is the attention focused on? And the attention at board level, is how to join the dots, how to achieve alignment between the necessary trade-offs of security with the ability to innovate, to um, uh, be faster, better, cheaper in what they're doing and to to derive new value. And so when having those conversations with boards and executive management, security needs to show how it enables it and protects the business in achieving its strategy but also being clear where there are trade-offs and where judgment is applied because there are very few easy answers in this game um so there's some full initial thoughts i i I don't know what your um take may be on those
0: well i i want to go back to the gardner piece and to the the, the comments you made, the 40% of organizations which will have a a board-level committee, a cybersecurity committee, board-level committee by 2025. Do you think that's the right device from a a governance perspective or is it just a way of, once again, diluting ownership, pushing it away, making it someone else's problem? Don't you think it would be stronger to have firmly one board member, you know, responsible and accountable? across the table as opposed to delegating it to a committee which will be made of uh, experts and uh, you know we, we we've all been involved in those kind of things we know we know the way large organizations work you know sometimes it's just it's, it's just a gimmick isn't it wh- wh- what do you think so i, I sit
1: on the uh, british standards Institute's uh, governance standards panel and um, accountability is central to governance and accountability is is often talked about but rarely properly defined. Ultimately, the overall board has the accountability for, for everything the company does. However, it needs to be able to delegate responsibilities and have clarity of those responsibilities. Now, that should certainly start with everybody on the board acknowledging a collective responsibility, but by all means having specific board members who have lead responsibilities in this area. But as we've said, this this cuts across really the whole business because the whole business is increasingly digitally enabled and digitally dependent. So everybody has a responsibility at board level and executive management level and a cascade down. So having a board subcommittee that has a specific focus on cybersecurity or information security or on the better use of data and technology, including the security and privacy aspects of that, is a, a perfectly sensible and reasonable way of going about it. And that's the key. It's what works for your organization going forward and working out what um, that should do but as long as there is clarity about accountability and delegated responsibilities then that's the this foundation for success
0: yeah i think accountability is absolutely key here and the clarity around it and 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 also the fact that the board needs to remain consistent around the decisions they're making in terms of precisely of, of of accountability. Listen, Richard, um, we, we're trying to keep those reasonably short, and I I I want this to be a little bit of a of a teaser, really, for the rest of the series. So. I'm going to 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 draw this to a close. Uh, thanks a lot, of course, for your for your 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 valuable insight on on, on all these matters. You know, we, we have really starting to touch on the on on a number of items here, which are at the at the heart of, of corporate governance. And I really think that that it's by by getting to that level with senior execs that we will get things to change. By Creating the, 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 that sort of top-down dynamic, which I believe is is necessary. I think bottom-up, you know, bottom-up, we've got we've got as far as we can as we can go. I think in large organizations around cybersecurity. And I also want to go back at some stage to, to, to the ESG um, the ESG aspect you mentioned before, because that's also an aspect of the of the white paper I mentioned at the beginning, where we were saying very strongly in 2019. Uh, you know that, you know, cybersecurity, privacy are definitely pillars of the S and the G at the very least of of any solid ESG strategy, and and they need to be embedded in that in, in, in that culture from the board down. Do you want to say anything before we come to a close on that? Um, I, I think there are levels
1: of detail that are re- all need to be explored in one form or another, but when it comes to social responsibility. It must every organization that wishes to fulfill a purpose that is beyond just uh, shareholder returns and move to stakeholder responsibility needs to understand the consequences and the impacts of its decisions and activities on society and the environment and within that and with cyber it, it, you are potentially going to be the vector that causes damage to many other um, stakeholders, and that is the overwhelming obligation that really arises from uh, taking a board level interest in cybersecurity.
0: Great, thanks, Richard. Let's leave it. Let's leave it here for, 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 for this week. Uh, many thanks to to all our listeners. Uh, feel free to reach out, you know, to exchange on any any aspect. You can find our, our, our details on, on LinkedIn. You can find our details on the, on the podcast page. Thank you very much, and um, we're looking forward to the rest of this uh, second series. Thanks, Richard. Take care. Speak soon.